Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Steph and the Warriors remain winless on the road. A shocking road loss to the Magic. We're going to break that down in just a little bit. Plus, the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, makes history yet again last night. I mean, what else is new? The fourth quarter highlight that you need to see from the Joker. Don't miss that. Of course, we will start today's show with the latest from Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Last night's apology, Kevin Durant's reaction right now on NBA Today. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. And on Thursday night, the Nets announced that Kyrie is, quote, unfit to be associated with the Nets and is suspended without pay for no less than five games for his, quote, refusal to disavow anti-Semitism. And four hours after the suspension was announced, Irving issued a statement on Instagram saying in part, quote, To all the Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain and I apologize. You can see his full statement here on your screen. And here is General Manager Sean Marks and Kevin Durant at Shootaround this morning. The organization has made multiple attempts to to get with Kyrie and his representation and to have them clarify his feelings and you know, put out a sense of remorse for this. And that obviously didn't happen, and he, he refused to disavow that until his, uh, until his, text, uh, until his tweet last night. So um, I think this was the best course of action um, as, as it stands right now, is, is to suspend him, you know, because that, those, uh, you know, those not, they're not the values of our, of, of our organization right now. There is going to be some remedial steps and measures that have been put in place for him to obviously seek some counseling, you know, designated by the team from, from uh, dealing with some anti-hate and some Jewish leaders uh, within our community. You know, he's going to have to sit down with them. He's going to have to sit down with the organization after this and, and uh, we'll evaluate and, uh, and see if this is, this is the right opportunity to bring him back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the way of the NBA now. I mean, there's so many so many outlets now and that stories hit pretty fast now so um, that's where all the chaos is coming from everybody's opinions everybody has an opinion on this situation um, we're hearing it non-stop i ain't here to judge nobody or talk down on nobody for how they feel their people anything it's just i just didn't like anything that went on i, I feel like it was all unnecessary i felt like we could have just kept playing basketball and kept quiet as an organization um, I just don't like none of Soon after those comments, Kevin Durant tweeted, I just want to clarify the statements I made at Shootaround. I see some people are confused. I don't condone hate speech or anti-Semitism. I'm about spreading love always. Our game unites people, and I want to make sure that's at the forefront. Joining us now is senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. And Woj, moments ago, you and Ramona Shelburne dropped a story that details really the last couple of days for the Brooklyn Nets. Let's start here. What conditions of reinstatements has been laid out for Kyrie Irving here? 
Well, I think Sean Marks described some of them uh, this morning at shoot around, including a meeting with uh, leaders of the Jewish community uh, around Brooklyn. Uh, you know, I, think, uh, I think some essentially, and you, you saw kind of the term they used, you know, remedial, objective remedial uh, uh, look at just hate speech. And there's going to have to be steps Kyrie Irving takes uh, to be able to return to the Nets. And they'll look at it after the five games and see if he's made, in their estimation, you know, a sincere attempt uh, to, to rectify this situation and to uh, understand, you know, get it, gain a, a deeper and perhaps a more sincere understanding of, of, the, of the hurt he caused in the last week by his refusal to A, apologize and B, you know, condemn the material that was in the film uh, on the platform on his uh, that he shared on his platform. Mm. So, so what about the communication between Kyrie Irving and the Nets franchise? What does that look like, and and why is it important? Well, you go back through the past week, and in the reporting Ramona Shelburne and I did, and and our story that's just up on ESPN.com, it was very minimal between and Kyrie Irving and owner Joe Sy, uh, the the American Defamation League. Uh, that you know, Joe Sy had brought in to help, in his in his view, educate Kyrie Irving on uh, why what he shared was so hurtful, the the impact it has on the Jewish community, uh, and anti-Semitism, and and uh, regionally and certainly across this country, and most of that dialogue, if not virtually all, we are told, was with his agent, and so uh, that. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving and the Nets really discussed this between his agent and not so much uh, with the ADL, with Joe Sy. And that was a big part of our reporting that the reason it took until last night to see the kind of uh, not just the suspension, but the strong, state, str- the strong statement that the Nets issued was because Joe Sy had really been out there over the past week determined to try to educate uh Kyrie Irving to try to get him to understand um, why this was such an important issue, whereas there were others in his orbit, from the commissioner's office to his front office, his own front office, that that wanted to see uh, a more uh, punitive approach, especially after Saturday night uh, when Kyrie Irving had a chance in that first news conference to disavow uh, Mm. the material on his platform and not only did not do that, but he, he actually ramped it up. Well, I'm reading the story that you and Ramona, you're reporting on ESPN.com right now. And, and in it, it says that part of what needs to, to happen for Kyrie Irving is an apology for supporting the film and the falsehoods within it. And training sessions, you're reporting on the dangers of hate speech, sources said. And there would also need to be meetings with Brooklyn Jewish leaders. So we've seen that first step, the apology, which Sean Marks acknowledged is a good first one to take. But is it a guarantee that we're going to see Kyrie Irving back in a Nets uniform? Uh, I think the one thing we've learned over the last few years, there are no guarantees mm. in Brooklyn. There are no guarantees uh, with Kyrie Irving and, and, and this circumstance in Brooklyn. And no, it is not a guarantee that he'll be back. I think he's going to have to fulfill these requirements and he's going to have to uh, find a way to be welcomed back into this uh, Nets team. And uh, certainly think the statement last night that Kyrie Irving released after he was suspended, uh, the, the, the furthest he's gone with 
an apology. I think if he had done that at any point in the previous six or seven days, he probably would have avoided a suspension. So certainly, I think that statement last night spoke to the fact uh, that Kyrie Irving knows he has to do more uh, to make mm. this situation right or make it as right as it can be. Uh, but certainly, th there are no guarantees on his future or, or what his role is moving forward in Brooklyn. Woj, thank you so much. I encourage everyone to go and check out this article and the reporting in it. Please do not go too far. I do want to bring in our panel here, though, uh, to start to get some thoughts on what we've been hearing from Adrian Wojnarowski, as well as what, is, what he's reporting in this article. Uh, I'd like to bring in Zach Lowe into this conversation. Zach, I'm curious, what, what are your thoughts here? I mean, it's it's all over the place. There's a human story where certain sentiments are just beyond the pale of acceptability and Kyrie Irving's refusal to disavow those sentiments day after day after day, as reported in Adrian and Ramona's story, ignoring text message from the Nets governor, Josiah. On a human level, it's just not okay. It's not acceptable. It's sad. And it, it has caused enormous pain for lots of people. Then there's a basketball story that mm. we're a basketball basketball show the Nets are a basketball team and we're obligated to talk, talk about that too and that story to me is this feels like the end for this iteration of the Brooklyn Nets it feels unsalvageable I don't see no matter who they hire as coach no matter when Ben Simmons comes back no matter if Kyrie Irving comes back at all I just don't see how this is salvageable in terms of cobbling a championship contender out of the ruins of this even saying the word championship around what's going going on with this franchise now contender it just feels ridiculous and that just brings you to the next domino that will fall which is it just feels inevitable that other teams are going to start calling the Nets about Kevin Durant and if this really is the end for the Nets their only move left the only way to restock the cupboard of draft picks and young players mm. the only quiver they have left the only arrow in the quiver rather is trading Kevin Durant whether it's two months from now six months from now four months whatever it is it just feels like like we're headed there again just as we were there over the summer when Kevin Durant requested a trade even though that feels like five years ago it was not that long ago yeah I, I do agree with some of your points Zach I do feel like in the big scheme of things, the long-term of things, this might feel like the end, especially when you think about where this team was a couple years ago with their aspirations to win a championship. I do think that Kyrie releasing a statement so soon after we heard that he's going to have to serve a, at least a five-game suspension shows that he's probably aware that he still has a willingness to want to play basketball. That's why we got it so soon. But I do think that also it's the beginning for a new day where finally the Nets overall, because when we talk about about sports and we talk about championship culture you have to protect that at all costs it's the beginning because finally we see a standard I always go back to where I was in middle school and uh, we actually had multiple speakers that came from the anti-defamation league to educate us mm. on all different versions of hate and the the idea was that they always said there's no place for hate and I think through this statement in which the net said he must satisfy objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of his conduct and the suspension period served is less than no uh, no more than five games or let no 
little less than five games, there you're seeing a standard finally. Because for so long we've been waiting, all right, where does this go? Who's holding him accountable? Finally, you see within the culture of sports a standard saying, look, we're no place for hate. Mm. And given this circumstance, this is how we're moving forward. It creates a pathway for Kyrie to be back. But in the big scheme of things, you finally see something in the Nets or even NBA saying we don't stand for this and this is how we hold our teams to the standard. And I think reality also hit Kyrie in the face. Like, oh, this is real and they're doing something about it. Like you said, the standard is being set. And you're, you're, you're welcome to have freedom of speech, but there's consequences sometimes that come with that. And you have to be aware of that. And I think him wanting to have his freedom of speech, I have no problem with that. But like I said, you have to be willing to deal with the other side of it. Mm. And I think someone is in his ear made him aware of, hey, you know, look at it the other side about it, that could be your family. Or, you know, somebody talking about you, how would you feel about that? Or so, basketball might yeah, go away. Oh, correct. And, and that's what I, I think he's starting to see the reality that basketball, this could be it. You know, you, you have to find a team that's going to want to deal with that. And that might not be the case for him. So I, I just hope this helps him five games away, kind of gets him to take a step back a little bit and say, hey, what am I doing? What's more important to me and my family right now? and then move forward. Zach mentioned Kevin Durant. I'd like to bring Adrian Wojnarowski back into this conversation to ask this that. I, I'm curious here, Woj, what are you hearing about how, if at all, this whole situation affects the future of Kevin Durant in Brooklyn? Yeah, I, listen, I, I, I don't think Kevin Durant is at a point now where he's, I think in the short term, going to ask out again. But, you know, as Zach said, it does feel imminent uh, at some point this season or prior to the trade deadline if this team doesn't make significant strides and you know take Kyrie Irving out of the equation here the the, the fact that Ben Simmons has been I think I think he's been a source of frustration mm. for Kevin Durant for others on the Nets so far because he has been unable uh, now he's unable to, to stay on the floor with a knee injury but prior to that you know he has shown uh, that he is a long way away uh, from being back to an impactful player. I think it's a big part of the reason why the Nets are at the very bottom of the league defensively. And none of this really works. Uh, this team was built and, and, and reconstructed around the idea that Ben Simmons would have to play a really significant role for this team, you know, especially on the defensive end, especially rebounding the basketball and, and certainly facilitating on offense. And uh, there's no indication right now that Ben Simmons is close uh, to being anywhere uh, back to anywhere near the player he once was. And so you add that on top of the Kyrie Irving situation. It is hard to imagine right now at two and six and this team looking at some significant road games in their near future that by the time Kyrie Irving could potentially be back and Ben Simmons is playing at a high enough level, uh, if he's going to at all, uh, that the Nets will be competitive enough uh, for Kevin Durant to not look around and say, I I'd like to revisit the conversation we had over the summer. And once that happens, you know, as Zach said, you know, he's really the last chip you have uh, or the last significant chip on that team uh, to try to get assets back and get out from under all the investment they've made in salary and players and draft picks uh, to try to win with this iteration of of uh, their core players. And right now, Jacques Vaughn still coaching on the sidelines for Brooklyn. He will be coaching tonight against the Wizards. Where do they stand in hiring a, a next head coach, Woj? Emily, uh, the, the last few days, uh, obviously, the, the Kyrie Irving situation dominated uh, the intention, the time of Nets ownership, Nets management. 
And so I think today is a day for them to be able to get back, think in a little more immersive way into uh, that coaching search. And certainly, uh, uh, Ime Udoka, you know, the Nets is very much uh, on the brink uh, for Brooklyn as, as their next coach, but they're still talking to people, uh, gathering up, you know, a, a level of information and understanding and uh, clarity uh, on what led to his suspension in Boston, uh, essentially an ouster in Boston. Uh, but I think for Brooklyn, uh, you know, Jacques Vaughn with a, you know, with a back-to-back tonight in Washington and then Charlotte, uh, certainly he's going to be coaching those games uh, but I think Brooklyn's attention now with Irving now starting to serve the, the suspension gets back to completing this coaching search. And Ime Aduka certainly is at, is at the forefront of that. Ime Aduka at the forefront. Woj, thank you so much. Chanae, last comment on this for now. Yeah, I think what has flown through under the radar when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets season is Kevin Durant is averaging a career high 32.5 points per game. So when you think about his value, it's super high. And he's only shooting 34% from three. You can only think that that's going to go up. So, like, he's dealing and shouldering a lot. And he's going to be asked to continue to do such to keep them relevant. So I think that is definitely something to watch. Yeah, absolutely. It is something to watch. We're going to take a quick break here. Make sure to check out Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona's reporting in the break. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, let's get into some basketball. The Warriors, they're officially off to their worst road start in 20 years. A shocking loss to Orlando broken down. And you're being given free admission to Vince Carter's segment, The Upper What? The Upper Room, baby. The Upper Room. We are headed there. Plus, speaking of can't miss, the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, was utterly ridiculous last night. Yet again, those highlights in just a bit. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're watching NBA Today. 
For the Warriors, they were visiting the Magic last night. Golden State looking to end their road woes. Womp, womp. I could have got your road woes. Yes. That's always hard. Hey. <laughs> uh, there they are. Let's say pick this one up in the fourth quarter, though, Janae. The Warriors down three at this point. Yeah, it was quite back and forth. But look at that beautiful split of the screen. And Draymond at one. That's what he does. He slips the screen and he attacks the rim. Yep, in that moment, you're like, okay, the Warriors seem like they're playing hard down the stretch. Look at the handle. Dance with me. Dance with me. Steph Curry gets that one to go. The Warriors take a slight lead here. Magic on the other end. But you cannot leave this guy wide open. Jalen Suggs, how are you going to do that? Jalen Suggs was communication is lacking, which we don't see often from the Golden State Warriors. You guys know how I feel about Gonzaga. On the other end here, Steph Curry with the three, gets it to go. This one got tight down the stretch, Janae. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. But at the end of the day, who was it? Uh, it was Suggs and the Magic. I think he had how many? What, 15 in the fourth quarter? What, tween? Oh, hold that. Load you to sleep a little bit. Follow through. Drains the three there. So now, once again, ice in his okay. veins. The Magic take the lead on this one. 31 seconds left here. The Warriors down by four. Oh, gets oh, it into Clay Thompson. Yeah. Gets the look oh, and result. gets it to fall. <laughs> Warriors down by one at this point, thanks to sharpshooter Clay Thompson. Stephen Curry has an opportunity here. Tosses it over to Clay Thompson. Clay falling away. Oh. Can't quite get it to go. The Warriors lose by one. Let's hear what Draymond and Steve Kerr had to say after the game. I'll say this again. It's our defense. We have to correct our defense. It is definitely some of our young guys' fault, but it's also some of my fault and some of Steph's fault and some of Clay's fault. It's all of our fault. We're not defending um, at the level that it takes to win games. Yeah, I told the guys like we, you know, we have to, uh, we have to save us because nobody else is coming. You know, every team can't wait to play us. Um, Orlando was great tonight. Miami was great the other night. Charlotte, Detroit, I mean, we're the defending champs. We come in here and they can't wait to play us. And if you're not defending and you're fouling, you're putting yourself in a dangerous spot. Taking a long lens, let's dive a little bit more into the Warriors' struggles here. Last night was their first loss ever in a game in which Steph and Clay combined to make at least 15 threes. They'd been a perfect 9-0 before then, including the playoffs. And the Warriors are now 0-5 on the road this season for the first time since 2002. They became just the second defending champion in NBA history to lose their first five road games, joining the Philadelphia Warriors in 1956. Wow. And a big reason for their slow start has been the lack of bench production. Golden State's bench has a point differential of minus 64 this season. That's by far the worst mark in the league. So bringing back in everybody here. Uh, Vince, I'm going to start with you. What is going on in the Bay? What is up with the Warriors? You said it all. I, I mean, defense, fouling, foul, fouling puts you uh, in situations where, and, and well, let me just back back. Back, teams, back. teams right now are not afraid of the Golden State Warriors. Huh. I mean, they are the champions, and that X is on your back, but it just seems like you don't, you know, when the Warriors usually come to town, you, you know, there's some hesitancy mm. and, and from young guys or whatever. Mm. You don't see that. You're seeing guys going at yeah. the stars, and they're and just exposing their defense right now. But take me more into that fouling point that you made. Yeah, uh, are we going to pat myself on the back? No. Like, because I said this yesterday. <laughs> All right, we got you. We got you. I said this yesterday. I said, look, this is a young, scrappy, trying to make uh, a name for themselves, Orlando Magic Squad. From Paolo Banquero to uh, Jalen Suggs, it's really great to see how 
intentional they are. And we knew that the defending champs walking into the building, they would get up for this. And Steve Kerr said it. Defending champs aren't defending. You guys know I love that. Okay, yeah, there we go. But the issue with the fouling, the Warriors lead the league in fouls. And sometimes that aggression works when you're playing your best brand of basketball, right? You're eight, and this is like last year with uh, their, their big championship run. That just ignites their defense and ignites their offense. But this year with them being high in pace, but then also slowing things down and fouling, that's allowing everyone else to set up their offenses. They have the fifth worst defense in the NBA. That is not normal for the Warriors. They're also struggling really with their rotations, trying to figure so out small. how those young players, Jonathan Kaminga, sure. Jordan Poole deserves minutes. You know, how do you balance all of those things? Moses Moody, how do you balance all of those things, especially in a year where you know you need to take a little weight off of your stars, but your stars have to carry you too. So there are a lot of issues that we did not see coming but fouling needs to stop I know we're only a handful of games into the season but Zach I mean how concerned are you what are you diagnosing here I'm mildly concerned, only mildly because their starting lineup is kicking butt. They're plus a million with Steph Curry on the floor. And as Steve Kerr said after the game, I think some rotation changes are coming. You even saw it last night. They started staggering some of the starters with the bench guys a little bit more instead of having a full five-man bench mob. Steph, Clay, and Dre sitting together. That stuff is probably going to stop. But some of the highlights you showed in that package, a few of them were just straight-line drives to the basket. Jordan Poole was the victim on a lot of them last night against Orlando, opening up his stance, giving people a red carpet to the basket. Part of that is miscommunication, thinking he's got help behind him when he doesn't. And when you foul a lot, and as today said, they're last in fouls, or I guess first in fouls, depending on how you look at it, you often do so because you're defending from a position of weakness. There's already been a breakdown somewhere else up top and you're reaching, you're clawing to try to plug the hole and then you get whistled for a foul. And that's what's happening with the Warriors a lot. Teams are blowing by them, compromising their defense, getting into the paint and they're resorting to fouling. And so it'll be interesting to see if things stabilize when Steve Kerr changes their rotation because if they don't, if their defense continues to be bottom five, then we're going to have mild worry become, uh-oh, something might be going on here. Right, and we're going to see if their bench players can keep everything afloat tonight because they're going to be without Steph, without Clay, without Dre, without Andrew Wiggins, all out against the Pelicans due to rest. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, our Nick Friedle joins us to see where the Nets go from here following Kyrie Irving's apology. That is coming up. And... We're going to get into a little bit more basketball, too. We're going to have a breakdown on the Bucks' defense. It has been elite, and Giannis and company find themselves still undefeated. We will get into that, but let's be real. Offense is where it's at. So Vince Carter helps us break down the best dunks of the week. Guys, say it with me. We're going to the upper room, baby. Who picked this song? Kind of lit, right? Classic. Kind of crazy. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
see Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NBA Today. You guys are asking me, respectfully, to speak on something that was a documentary that I had nothing to do with. I didn't make it. The Nets have suspended Kyrie Irving for no less than five games. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. In your mind, you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did you not? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. His future in Brooklyn, I guess fair to say, is unclear. Let's bring in our Nets reporter, Nick Friedel, who joins us ahead of the Nets game against the Wizards tonight. Nick, we heard from Kevin Durant earlier in the show from Shootaround. We ran his tweet that clarified his stance. But what's your read on how Kevin Durant is handling this entire Kyrie situation? Malik, I think Kevin offered a window into not only his psyche in the last couple of days, but several of his teammates. Because he said every time he looks down at his phone now, Everybody's got an opinion on this story. And for the Nets, once again, they are being overwhelmed by something that has nothing to do with basketball. Mm. I've talked to Kevin plenty through the years, having covered him at the end in Golden State there. He knows that the media cycle in the NBA is 24-7. It's nonstop. But at the same time, these guys are human beings too. And as much as they're hearing and as tough as it has been for everybody to process what's going on, I think Kevin, on a human level, was just expressing the frustration of having to go through it day after day after day. So against that entire backdrop, how are the Nets preparing for tonight's basketball game? They actually have to go out and play against the Wizards. (laughs) They have to play with no Kyrie. Mm. With no Ben Simmons, right. who has a swollen knee, and Malika, that has gotten lost in the shuffle. That is a big problem for the Nets in the short-term future here. They're also going to be playing without Seth Curry. Having said that, I was at shoot-around watching how these guys are trying to prepare for this game. I think in this case, the floor in D.C. is going to be a sanctuary because they're so overwhelmed in frankly just kind of stressed out by everything that's gone on within this organization that playing basketball is going to be the easy part and it could be potentially fun for the group to just get away from all the noise for a couple hours but when you have that much talent that's off the floor it's going to be a struggle for any team 
In this case tonight, Malika, I'd look for a lot of KD. He always loves playing in DC. It means a little something extra to him. And in this case, being one of the leaders of the group without Kyrie on the floor, he knows that at times he's going to have to take over even more. You mentioned something that's so key. No Ben Simmons once again with him missing this game and at least one more that's going to bring the total to at least four games here. When are we going to see the Nets hole? Nick Friedel, thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. Now to Ramona Shelburne, who just reported a new story on Kyrie Irving and the Nets with senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. And Ramona, I'm curious, reading this story, you, you detail the communication between Adam Silver and Nets owner Josai. What has transpired between Adam Silver, Josai, and the Nets in order to decide who governs this situation with Kyrie Irving? Well, I think one of the bigger points is who Kyrie Irving was talking to, which is neither Adam Silver or Josai. I mean, his, Joseph Tsai was at a point after the story came, after his first tweet came out, okay, when, when Kyrie Irving tweets out the anti-Semitic film, Joe Tsai essentially condemns him the next day on Twitter, says there's, there's no place for this and we have to condemn this, this is, not a, 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 this is not what we want for our organization, and Kyrie Irving doesn't talk to him. He sends a text message, doesn't respond to him. All the communication between the Nets and the league and Kyrie Irving went through his agent. And when you're having a story like this, when you have in this, in this conflict where two statements have now been put out by Kyrie Irving, where he it says the first statement was uh, combining with the Anti-Defamation League, the second statement is what he put on Instagram last night, those are written statements. Mm. But what he says in front of the cameras and what he didn't say to the, probably the only person in the world who was giving him a chance to make it right himself at that point, um, Joseph I wanted to try to give him an opportunity to educate himself. He saw it as a teachable moment. There, he's, Kyrie, through his agent, was saying the right things of, we'll talk to the Anti-Defamation League, I want to educate myself, I, I, I meant no harm. He was saying those things through his agent, but what he actually said in front of those cameras was really a betrayal of the, 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 the opportunity that they had to have a healthy dialogue here. And they still haven't talked. So. So they still haven't talked. How, how does that end? What happens now? Well, they outlined in an email to his agent the terms of the suspension and the things that Kyrie will have to do to even be considered as a member of the Nets again. And in that email were conditions of it has to be a, a real apology and it has to disavow this film that he tweeted out. This film is now number one on Amazon in several different categories. So the impact of his popularizing and promoting this film is, is felt far wide. He has to very specifically denounce the anti-Semitism and the Holocaust denial in that film. Then he has to talk with Jewish and religious leaders about hate speech. Those, those are a lot of conditions and they're very remedial conditions that Kyrie Irving has been informed of. Now the, the apology he put forth on Instagram was a good start but it's really just a start and I think uh, the five games suspension the, the key words there are at least five games because I think it'll be a lot longer than that for him to take all of the steps that they need him to take. A lot longer than that Ramona, thank you very much for your reporting yeah. on this in its entirety, and I know you'll be back here soon on NBA Today with more. Uh, some more news on Thursday. Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges pleaded no contest to a felony domestic violence charge in Los Angeles Superior Court. And as part of the deal with prosecutors, he was sentenced to three years probation, but no jail time. Bridges was accused of assaulting his then-girlfriend in front of their two young children in May. Bridges is currently unsigned, but according to our Bobby Marks, if he were 
to sign with the team, the NBA has the right to suspend, fine, dismiss, or disqualify him from the NBA because he pleaded no contest. The Charlotte Hornets said in a statement that they will, quote, continue to gather information before determining next steps. NBA Today will be right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Do you have what it takes to enter the upper room? Show me what you got. Welcome to the upper room. The upper room. What a ridiculous finish from John Moran. Let's go home, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. It's over. Giannis, I love Ja, but I feel like we need it with a little bit more chutzpah. Yeah, Giannis, man. We're taking it to where, Vince you gotta, Carter? You gotta give us a little bit more. The upper room, the baby. The upper room, baby. So just a reminder to everyone at home, this is how this segment works. We all humbly offer our nominations of best dunks of the week to Vince Carter, and he will choose one and only one for the Velvet Ropes to part for, and a nomination will be chosen good for the upper room. <laughs> interested to see what you guys come up with. Uh, sis, you want to get us started? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Vince, for your consideration, mm-hmm. from the game of the year, Cavs Celtics, oh. I nominate Ooh. Jason Tatum. It was a few. Mm. Which one do we pick? Let's see it. Let's see it. It's got to be. Oh, yes. no. Yeah. Hey. No. Anytime you dunk like that on a shot blocker and ask for a foul, you say, look at this. Just, mm, excuse me. But also, Vince, like time and place, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. Before OT? I see what you're doing here. Put the team on your I back. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Come on now. I like it. I okay. mean, it's okay. good. The Ducks in game. Good with a team. I think. I think I might got one. I think I have one. I, I'll, I'll let. I'll let Jason have his moment. But uh, today, please excuse me while I offer somebody else to be considered for Uh-oh. the upper room. How about one, Mr. Donovan Whoa. Mitchell? Wait a minute. He had a few against. <laughs> oh, spin cycle. Mitchell. Oh, the New York oh. Knicks. That's. I mean, that's what it's about. Like. A lot of spin cycle, mm. and then you take it to the next level. I mean, that that's was hard. Mm. Yeah, the, the level of difficulty is one thing I was hoping you would consider in this, yeah. Vince. But there's something else that I was hoping Don, you're killing that, it right that now, you bro. would consider in this is that I was hoping that you would view this as as an homage to something mm. else. Wait, you, wait, so we pulling two Wait, 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 I want to win. I came to win. 
today. Hey, my bad, Hito. Oh, Vladi, what's good? Just humbly. What is for your consideration? Hey, <laughs> hey, All right, I know Zach and Perk want to get. I know Zach and Perk want to get in on this. Uh, no need, because I think I, I think I got this. But who's next? Oh, it's yeah, on me. It's, it's on I'm me. I'm not gonna play hey, to hey, this. Ju- I'm not. I'm, going, I'm not gonna I'm, play to the judge. Like, oh, no, Zach, what got, Zach, what Zach, what Zach, out. Zach with the box out. What you got? Go for it, Zach. Okay, look, Malika played to the judge. That was cute. Okay, that was cute. I'm going to go another Donovan Mitchell dunk, okay? The other dunks, the shot blocker was kind of coming in at the last minute. The seven-footer was kind of coming in from the side at the last minute. Man, this man one cry. against Ooh. Boston, Luke Cornett. Now, he's not a shot blocker. He's not a shot blocker. Oh, he's but he's not. under the rim, and Donovan Mitchell does not care and just goes right at him and, and at right him. over him. That... That is a classic <laughs> poster dunk. Nah, no, that's called. no sort of fluffing up need happen. That's, that's yes, my yes. nomination. Oh, oh, no, that's called man on man crime, though. <laughs> you invented the graphics? Hey, you, that's man on man crime. All right, Ooh. Perk, he's Perk he's take us home with him. the last nomination, Ooh. please. Ooh. Oh, I, I'm going showing some love to a team that probably won't be on our show a lot ah. because they're going to be losing a lot. I'm going with Kay Cunningham with the Detroit Pistons. What do you do? When they get a highlight, oh. damn it, we got to show it. What do he do? Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> what the Okay. Oh, on the big man. Make it say, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, Ooh. two one, defenders. Two. One is a, 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 is a real shot blocker and a little fella. Okay. And the only way to come down from that is just to land all the way okay all right all right we, you have the nominations vince uh, i want to buy well, so we have two mitchells two mitchells tatum tatum Cade. yes now i want to say when we're doing the upper room i want you guys to understand it's levels uh-huh. to this it's levels to this all right <laughs> so are you guys ready yeah. no <laughs> yes come on please <laughs> i want to open these velvet ropes for mr shade and sharp what? Come on in. What? What? London, Ontario's own Shane Sharp. What? Wait, Shane let me explain. Let me explain it's why. Rigged. It's levels to this, ladies what? and gentlemen. Levels to this. Anytime you're looking at the rim, let's slow it right about there. <laughs> that is called upper room. Mm. That is the upper room. That's what it's about. It's levels to there. this. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That was beautiful. It's what? That, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, Dave. What? Yeah, Dave. <laughs> when, you're, when your teammates and other people have to do like this, wait, what? It's levels. So, uh, this. So, so, so what about? Aiden Sharp. I, London, VC. Ontario own. Welcome. What's up, Perk? What's up, Perk? VC, that was a, that was a real Richard Jefferson move by you just now. You <laughs> waited for that. us to you know all what? say I can't even, you. I can't even defend you. And then you already had it. No, don't do that. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. How do you mean I fit in the mold? Don't do We're that. We're going to stop right there. Still <laughs> to come right on there. NBA Today. Speaking of dunking, how about Giannis Antetokounmpo? The Bucks they remain undefeated. How Giannis and Milwaukee have taken their defense to the next level. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What? what? The upper room, baby. Who's number, who's number two? Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
end. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to NBA Today. We have 12 games, 24 teams in action tonight. Here are some of the notable ones. The Bulls at Celtics on ESPN, Raptors at Mavs, Giannis and the Bucks. They head to Minnesota, also on ESPN. The Lakers, they look for their third straight win in a row as they face the Utah Jazz. So I want to bring in Kendrick Perkins for this. Which game are you circling that you are paying the most attention to tonight? I wish I could say all of them because I believe all of them going to be epic in Malika. But look, I'm going with the Minnesota Timberwolves hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks is the best best team in the league with the best player in the league. I'm looking for the Minnesota Timberwolves to try to get on track. Can Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards match Giannis Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday, who, by the way, has also been playing like an all-star caliber guard right now? So I need to see. Like, if Minnesota want to turn things around Mm. and get back on track, tonight is the night because in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. (laughs) I I know, Perk, that you've changed your MVP pick a couple of times. You've said you're holding tight, but is Giannis? Just once. Just once. Where's Giannis? Is he creeping in there for you? No, well, well, he's leading leading the race right now. I mean, I'm going to just be honest with you, but I'm still rolling with Ja. Yeah. It was Ja. You're still going with Ja Morant, but you're saying Giannis is leading the race. Yeah, he is leading okay. the race. All right, Tanae, I appreciate that. <laughs> he is that. leading the race. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Giannis averaging 33.6 points per game. Luca is the only one averaging more at 36.1. I'm with you, Perk. I can't mm. wait for that one, Perk. Thank you for hanging with us here on NBA mm-hmm. Today. We've already given you the best dubs of the week in the upper room. Next, it is time for the top of the top, the best dimes of the week when we return in just 60 seconds. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Reeves, Reeves got to get it in in three-point country. It's to Ryan. Less than a year ago. This man was driving for DoorDash. One thing I can guarantee you. We're going to have some high energy on the show. Describe him in one word so far this season. What would that one word be? Oh, it's not one word, Malik. It's two words. God did. Let's go. I'm going straight to the road. My first NBA jersey was Vince Carter's. Showtime! When I got invited to do that commercial with. That's the thing I'm most proud of is how humble I am. That's Perk on the ground. Shut up, Richard. Here we go. Oscar the Grouch. We've got a very special top of the top edition. Oh, Oh, yeah. Did you ever get a Mecca? Oh, yeah. That was the best from our show this week, but let's check out some of the best of the NBA in a top of the top, Top Dimes. It is brought to you by Fantasy Sports. Let's get it started right now. (laughs) Chef Curry. Mm. Oh, that was extra. Mm. But it was beautiful. Extra seasoning. On target, like right in the the shooting pocket. Smooth. Made you look. Remember, like, we had to do that. Like, we still do that as drills. Oh, uh, yes, mm-hmm. I do. Wiggins was ready. 
Right and flow. Love I it. I remember it. We don't, I don't do it anymore. No, I still do. Let's I keep it pushing to the next one. More Donovan Mitchell. Oh. Ooh, no look. Nice. He's supposed to dump that. Come on, man. <laughs> he was already in the upper room nominated twice. Yeah, but he, wait. Come maybe on, Maybe this baby. is been the one no, that won. Like it's early. You got to say them legs. Yeah, there you go. No, you're supposed to have your legs now. Oh, you're trying to get to the upper room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're supposed to have Come your legs. <laughs> All right, what do we got coming up next? Oh, yes, John Wall. I love the redemption of John Wall. That was extra. That was like a little step there earlier, but then a nice no look from Don. That was a combo. He went to Houston to ball out, and he did that. That's what we do from the H, 281-713. Against the H? Yeah, unfortunately, it happens to always be against the H. All right, one more. Let's look at Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Oh, that was a set. That was a backward set. There you go. You would be great at volleyball. I played volleyball. Okay, see, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. You played volleyball. Do you have any other secret skills? So that's why you and Richard are still like volleyball. We're going to leave that alone. All right, we got one more. It's not It's not a dime, but. Oh, man, that is a dime. <laughs> oh, man. You think that was his first try? Nah. Heck no. <laughs> I still, uh, we, we see you. It doesn't matter. We he see you, it. Zach Levine. We see you. I like it. A dime and a goal, a duel. Perk. What do you think? <laughs> I think the show was great. That's what I think the week was great. NBA Today in the week. building. Start next week. No more Kyrie Irving talk. We diving into straight basketball, okay? Say we it. talk about everything between the lines. How much time I got? Producer Greg talked to me. I don't want to hit a countdown. I'm going on the rant right now. Shout out to Richard Jefferson. <laughs> Shout out to Zach Lowe. Shout out to uh, Ramona. Wow. Shout out to Woj. We appreciate y'all this week. Malika, hold up one time and be quiet. This is my moment. I'm going in right now. Vince, you messed over me on the upper room. Pop the bottles. It's okay. The oh, we just going. We going all the way live. I'm going live. I'm going live at five. Shout out to Sinead, my H-Town <laughs> girl. Malika, hold it down, VC. I see you holding big perch fire down Breathe. in the seat. It's giving the seat a break from me sitting Breathe. on it, and it's cool. We're in the building. Carry on. Carry oh, on. I don't know how to follow seconds. that one, Perk. We still have 30 seconds left in the show, so I That's guess we'll just remind Perk we miss of you some here, of the games the coming up. Bucks versus Timberwolves on our air is what I am most excited for. You can take a look at tonight's slate here. Chanae, what are you tapping into? Uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to start ha- a House of Dragon, and then I'm going to watch these games. Trailblazers at Suns, I feel like that has yeah, been that one written all over. Yeah, that that math is gonna That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. We will see you next week. Freaker Perk, thank you so much. Baby. NFL Live Curve is coming ball. up next.